This Podcast Movement 2022 audio session is brought to you by Supporting Cast, the best way to sell and deliver exclusive podcasts. And special thanks to PM22 Virtual Ticket Presenting Sponsor, Amazon Music. Sorry about that, everybody. Hopefully everybody didn't hear me just banging around on the microphone here. Uh... We're almost there. Podcast movement. I, I want like six more days of this. I'm having so much fun at this event. It's one of the best podcast uh, events I've been to since pre-pandemic. So well done, podcast movement, for bringing us all together once again. And uh, I can't wait for Denver next, next summer. Uh, my name is Dan Hughley. I work for a company called Focusrite. We make audio interfaces for recording any type of content from music to podcasts to voiceover to audiobooks to whatever you want to record into your computer. Uh, we have a brand new product that was just launched in June called Vocaster. Uh, it's an audio interface that was made specifically for all of you. It's a podcast-specific interface. It's not just Scarlet with a pretty new face. It has a bunch of cool new features um, that we've never done before. Uh, so please, go down to our booth, check this out. We also have some of these cards that are around the room, and our good friend is going to uh, come around and show you those. If you want to scan those, you can enter to win a Vocaster One Studio Bundle valued at about $300. Um, but if you don't have good luck like me, you can scan the other side and you can buy one. Today is the last day. By the end of the show, we're not going to have that special anymore. It's a ticking clock if I've ever heard one. But I only get to say that like one or two more times, and I'm pretty excited about that. Uh, Tech Production 101 is what you're here for, not to hear me uh, pitch a product. Um, remote po the Remote Podcast Edition, cool. And we have JWoww. Jay, nope. He told, he told me I could say that, so I, he, he actually told me to say that. Mr. Jay Yao is going to come up here, and he's going to teach you about Tech Production 101. So welcome, Jay, to the stage, please. Hey! Oh, is this, oh, is this on? Hey, how's everyone doing? Good. Thanks, I mean, thanks Focusrite, I have to say. Focusrite is probably one of the best audio interface out there for, especially for remote recording and just for yourself. Vocaster is great. Make sure you check out their booth. They have a bundle with uh, mic as well, and it's probably better than SM7B. Am I getting a free interface then? <laughs> anyway, just a show of hand, how many here are uh, people here um, audio producer? It's almost everyone. How many are podcaster? Almost everyone. As an audio producer and tech person, we know we like good sound, right? If you guys want to, you know, scoop into the middle, we just concentrate a little bit, you know. Come on up, come on up. Let's join the fun, you know, just get in the middle. We have like an intimate, you know, talk and stuff. And um, I'm excited to be here because the last time I gave a talk uh, in a podcast movement was uh, pre-pandemic. And uh, who remembers those times, right? I feel like pre-pandemic is such an ancient history. We can only see the memories or the image of the, the you know, pre-pandemic on a cave of Instagram. I felt like we're back to the cave now. Anyway, I felt like during the pandemic, it's, uh, you know, like the audio industry in uh, podcasting has matured so much. Everyone sort of forced to learn how to use a microphone, how to use a platform, and how to use an audio editing. And multiple, you know, remote, uh, remote platform. So that's the reason why I'm here. I'm here to share my knowledge, you know, uh, for something that you can do to help you to have a better flow of your remote podcast. A little bit about me, my name is, my name is Jay, 
And then usually I go by the engineer because that's what I am and that's who I am. I started out as an audio engineer. I started as an intern in a studio. And I don't know if you've seen enough of those movies. Intern in a studio, it's not fun. No one cares about you. You're all, the only thing that you're good for is to run and get them, get them some weed and get them some coffee. You know, that's what happened, you know. And the funniest thing is I remember I have to get a credit card and run to an ATM and cash out all their cash limit. And then they have some girls go into the studio. I'm not going to tell you what they do. But that happened. That happened in New York City. Yeah, and right now, you know, since uh, intern, I slowly graduate to assistant engineer, to engineer, and then I found podcast through the James Altucher show. I remember the first ever James Altucher show sessions is with is James. And anyone here familiar with Freakonomics Radio? Yeah, so it's James and Stephen Dubner. They were doing a show together, and it came on. I'm like. This is fun. I want to do this every time. But I made a very dumb mistake. You know, it's an it's a, it's a interview podcast. And I slap on a Neumann U87. The microphone costs that $4,000 each. I'm like, yes, best microphone. I'm going to use the best microphone for my, my guests and the host. I put it up there. It doesn't sound good. You know why? Because they're they are wearing, like, jacket and stuff. Every time they move, you get all this weird clothing sound. So since then, you know, I learned a lot during that time. And then I went on and did a show for Tidal. If no one knows about Tidal, Tidal is a platform that's owned by the famous Jay-Z and Beyonce. Remember that time when Beyonce dropped a double album and you can only listen to Tidal? That was brutal. I don't know why they do that. But yeah, so I, I, I mix and record for Brady the podcast. Uh, guests include, you know, um, uh, Snoop Dogg, Wale, Wyclef John, Will Smith. And I also used to produce for Friends Like Us podcast. That's where I actually learned the most because it's a, you know, Women of Color podcast. And it's four comedians in the room. And four comedians in the room, you know, five minutes in, they are either crying together or they laugh together or they yell at each other. So I learned a lot about editing during that show. So, before we dive right into it, let's look a little bit about podcast gear statistics. The first one is actually really interesting. 19% of the podcasts that use Rode microphone, which is great. Rode is one of the OG um, out there that actually produce for podcasting. You know, like the Procaster, the Podcaster, they are great. This next one is weird. 19% of the podcasters use Blue Yeti. Anyone here use Blue Yeti? Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I mean... Blue Yeti is a great microphone. A little bit about Blue Yeti is funny because Blue Yeti actually started out as a pro audio. They have a baby bottle that looks exactly like a huge bottle. And then they came up with Blue Yeti, the first very Blue Yeti in like some, somewhere early 2000 or 2010. And then a lot of the, you know, the studio, like the home studio are using them. And then somehow live streamers start picking up Blue Yeti. And then they're like, oh my God, we can make a lot of money off this. And then they just slap a podcast logo on there. And then everyone started using Blue Yeti wrongly. So, yeah, we have to fix that. And this is a fun one. 75% of the podcasters use headphones. What happened to the 25%? Do, they, do, all they have, do all of them have engineer? Or, you know, or, or they just have no idea if the audio is glitching. And I'm not so sure how I feel about this. 62% of the podcasters use pop filter. It's interesting, like, 
what happened to the 38%, you know? I mean, it doesn't really, I, I don't really mind as much because let's say without a if, if you, without a pop filter and you're using a microphone off axis like what I'm doing right now, it's fine. It doesn't pop as much. However, if they're doing this, if they say pop, you hear the pop right away. So if they're using off axis, I don't really mind. However, if you had a 17% that fall under the 25%, that fall under the 38%, it's a happy accident waiting to happen. Sorry. <laughs> so why is tech production so important? This is a fun one. I put up two, I'm going to put up two images on there, but the first one, let's look at the first one. Anyone see what's wrong with the picture? Sorry? Yes. It's, yes, the microphone is actually pointing at the wrong directions. So it, before we judge him, before we judge Justin Long, the so-called very, very you know, professional actor, we can look at the setting. The top one is gain. It's not more than 12 o'clock, which is great. And then we can see it's selecting at cardioid. So it's rejecting the back of the microphone, which is great. However, if you, if you know anything about Yeti and actually read the manual, you know the microphone is pointing at a very weird body part of his. So, so he's using it wrongly. And the funny thing is I actually pick it up from, I actually screenshot this from the Chelsea Handler show, a big show out there. I'm like, what, what happened? What happened? Like, why is the producer not saying anything? This is one of the reasons why tech production is so important. And anyone know who this is? This is, this is Lady Gaga. No one know Lady Gaga? I mean, it's Lady Gaga. I, I know, it's a bad picture. However, I'm not sure, I'm not sure if you can see, he, she's actually singing into the wrong microphone. And I want you guys to guess, do you know how much this micro microphone costs? No, no, you are a lot, a lot way off. No, a lot way off. A little bit off. So this microphone I just checked yesterday on VintageKing.com is costing 39 freaking thousand dollars. Yes, freaking 9,000. It's Neumann U47, the vintage one. And see, this is the, this is, this just go and show, like, it doesn't matter how expensive your microphone is, doesn't, know, doesn't matter how fancy your equipment is, if you have no idea how to use them, you are screwed. Like, you know, I have no, I mean, this Lady Gaga, if she made a mistake, you know, if you don't have an engineer with you, it's, you might make the same mistake too. That's why I say, everyone should be everyone else podcast producer. So, the tech production checklist. This is a pre-production checklist, I like to call it. First, research the guest. So the reason why research the guest is because you need to know who you're dealing with. So James Altucher show, we use, you know, we have Steve, jo uh, Steve Forbes, we have Warren Buffett and people like that on. If I'm gonna have Steve Forbes come on the remote recording, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna send them a Squadcast, you know, link or whatever. The guy's making millions of dollars by the second. I mean, he's not, he's not gonna have time to you know, figure out what to do and stuff like that. And, um, and you know, that's why you send a Zoom link. The guy probably use Zoom link every freaking day. So research the guests so you know who you're dealing with. Next, before the session start, I advise people to do this a week before the session start. Send out a technical sheet. So let's say if you're using Squadcast, make sure you state very clear what, what is the link and make sure to tell them, hey, if you have a headphones, pre, please 
wear a headphones, uh, make sure you have a headphones. This happened one time I forgot to send to our good friend, Mark Cuban. So everyone, good friend, right, Mark Cuban. He was here yesterday on the stage talking about Fireside. This guy is a billionaire, and he showed up without headphones. I'm like, hey, Mark, sorry, Mr. Mark, do you have a headphones that you can wear, you know? And he's like, yeah, give me five minutes. He go around, look for AK Max, like, I'm sorry, uh, I don't have a headphones. I'm like, Mark, you're a billionaire. I can go to Delta and get a couple free headphones or earbuds, you know? It's a free take three, you know? So how can you not have a headphones? So, and, you know, fortunately, James is a very professional interviewer. So he, you know, he can deal with the feedback. It's fine. And then it worked out fine. And, you know, the next one, inquire about the equipment. So John Lee Stumas, you know, always put, their equi put his equipment on the website. You know what to use. But sometimes it's good to know about their equipment so you know what you're dealing with. If anything that you've never seen before, pull up their menu or manual so that you learn. If anything goes wrong, you're like, hey, John, you know, like, seems like you muted your track. You know, you can just unmute it or stuff like that. And also, this is very important, water for guests as well. So if guests come on, make sure, make sure, like, hey, do you have a water around you? Because you don't want them halfway to the interview, like, hey, we have to go to a bathroom. And I have a funny story. I don't know if I shall, should tell you this, but okay. Anyone know, um, anyone know Robert Greene here? So Robert Greene is a very, very famous influencer and wrote amazing books. So he, she, he was using an AirPods halfway, like an hour into the podcast. He's like, uh, do, you mind, do you mind if I go to the bathroom? I'm like, yeah, sure. He's wearing the AirPod to the bathroom. And you know what's happened the rest? I have to like stop the recording then. But I'm still hearing it, but I have to stop the recording. But it was a great recording. So like have a, a water and then also you don't want, you know, without water, you don't want to your guest show up and be like, hey, give me two seconds and go grab water, you know. So it's very important. Make sure everyone is taken care of. Next, this is my favorite motto. When you're early, you're on time. When you're on time, you're late. You are, when you're late, doesn't bother showing up. Well, the reason why you want to be on time, first, you want to do a line check, sound check. Two, you can verify if a platform is stable or not. I love Squadcast. I use Squadcast since 2020, and it's a great platform for remote recording. However, I remember this one time in 2021 or 2020 when they're still kind of better. Uh, you know, I got on there 15 minutes earlier. It turned out the invite link doesn't work. So what happened was AWS was down a day before it reset everyone's invite link. So I managed to get the host come on and create a new link. We managed to start just a minute before the session. Imagine if you, if you get on on time and then this happened, it doesn't look good on you. Like I said, so you will have time for troubleshoot if needed. Also, you warm your guests up, you know? Like I remember I have Michael Dell on. Uh, you know, he's a great guest. You know, and but it's the first time, you know, it's the first stop of his book tour. So I had to sort of warm him up. I have to tell him a joke like, hey, do you know what you call a computer can sing? Anyone know this joke? No? No? You called it Adele. Ah, I think it's great. Then, you know, you warm him up. <laughs> and then you warm him up. Then, you know, when James come on, they can jump into the conversation right away, then he wouldn't be awkward, you know? It's, it's part of your, your job to warm people up. That's part of the job. Also, 
learn about different texts. When I talk about text, when I say texture, it's not just about microphone, audio interface, and everything. But keyboard, different OS, Windows versus Mac, this is very important. Remember this com uh, commercial? Anyone, you know? Uh, people that doesn't know this commercial, you guys are way too young. You guys are way too young. So the first thing you need to learn about different texts is navigate to the system audio settings. I did this so much, I, I can recite right now, like on Mac, go to system preferences, go to sound settings, use the Windows pop-up, use 3 3 tap. There's a sound, there's an input setting, there's an output setting. In input settings, you can select whatever microphone you want, and then if you have a Samsung Q to you, underneath, make sure there's a, there's a slider for your input setting, make sure you set it at 60%. If you're at 80% or 100%, chances of you distorting your sound is very high. Also, oh, before that, on Windows is if you have, oh, if you have Windows, so you have a question? Oh, on, on Mac is, <laughs> actually I put it on there. On Mac is, you know, system preferences, sound settings, input settings. Uh, you know, that's three tab. And on Windows, if you're on Windows, if your taskbar is at the bottom, bottom right, you have a s speaker icon. Right click that and go to sound settings, you will pop up on another window maximize it. On the right-hand side, you should see sound control panel. Click on the sound control panel. You'll pop up another window. You will have, um, I think you will have sound, recording, and playback. Go to recording and then select your microphone. Right-click it. Mark it as default and then also mark it as uh, set def uh, communication default. That's very, very important. So that every time you open a new software or new app, it will just go to that microphone. Oh, yeah, if you have a Samsung Q to you, yeah, 60% will be, will be safe. Yes. And also learn about different platforms. You know, when the lockdown happened, we were forced to use remote platform. And there are a big gazillion out there. There's Squadcast, Riverside, CleanFeed, Zencaster, Sauce Connect, and there's a couple new ones down there, Boomcaster, check them out, they are cool. I use a, a lot of them, I eventually go back to Squadcast. Uh, they are great. I have to say, I have to you know, disclose, I don't work for them. I just use them a bunch. They are great. They are very quick in uploading compared to Riverside. And this, they sound better to me somehow. And I heard there's a new update coming on that's going to make it even better. Also, Google is a best friend. They are evil. I'm not going to lie, they're evil. But they're best friend. And oh, if you have a Mac, if you want to learn about Windows, there's two ways you can do it. You can use Bootcamp. I'm not recommending this. Bootcamp, you have to restart your Mac to boot into Windows. I will suggest you getting something called Parallels. When Parallels, what happened is they will install a virtual machine on your Mac, and then you literally open a window in a window. You guys get it? No? No? <laughs> Man, my joke sucks today. Anyway, let's look at the next one. So when you go onto the platform, everything is about settings, settings, and settings. And that's the Squadcast settings. That's the equipment that I'm using. I'm using SSL. Sorry, focus right. Oh, Dennis not here. Ah, it's fine. Dennis not here anymore. Yeah, I'm using SSL, Camlink, and you know, SM7B. Yeah, first off, check your input and output and video settings. This is very important. Guests come on, check it, click on the settings, and make sure, make sure it's what they, it's their equipment and what they want to. And you know, look at what equipment they are using. This is very important. Use your ear. I know you can see everything, which is great, 
but use your ear. I remember I have Dr. Brian Keating. He has a great podcast called Into the Impossible. He's like, Jay, you're going to be proud of me. I got the equipment that you recommended. I got an SSL. I got an SM7B to CloudLifter. I got these headphones. Great. I'm like, great. Let's plug it in and hear how it sounds. He plugged it in. He sounds very far. I'm like, Brian, you sound very far. And he started typing. Even though it's selected as SSL, somehow it's still latched to the mic default input. I'm like, refresh the play page. And then sure enough, it is on the Mac default input. So apparently there's some glitches on Squadcast. So you have you refresh it and then change it back to SSL. Everything works great. So in ear, your ears is your best friend. Not your microphone. Your ear is your best friend. That's how you detect any glitches. Next one. This is my, my favorite motto as well, RTFM. Read the freaking manual, guys. Read the manual. If you can. If you can figure out an IKEA manual, there's no way you cannot figure out a regular microphone manual. You know, like I said, ask for equipment list before taping because you want to pull up their manual. Even though you know the equipment by heart, you still want to know what goes, if anything goes wrong, how do you fix it? Also, like I said, always have the manual in handy. This, you know, just pull it up. Or I have seen this person did this before. He has a Blue Yeti. I'm like, oh, Blue Yeti. But he used it correctly. Right settings, right polar pattern. And I'm like, oh, you, you know what you're doing? He's like, yeah. I actually taped the manual in front of my computer. So, if, so he knows, you know. And also, you never know your, if you have a dog or if you have pets or if you have, especially cats, they like to like knock everything off. So they will go to your microphone and start messing with your, with your settings, you know. I mean, I don't have a cat. That's why I have a dog. Like I said, Google is your best friend. And this is also very important. This is even more important, especially right now. If everything is remote and if you don't have a uh, producer friend like me, and we can be a friend, you know, but uh, if you don't have a producer friend like me, then you need to have a backup. We use, I would recommend do three-step backup. This is the, my favorite meme. If you guys want to look at it for two seconds. Have anyone uh, have this happened to you before? Oh my God, oh my God, what happened? Did it just cut out? Did it just like stop recording or just cut out? No headphones. Exactly. Always have a backup. So the first, I would say the hardware backup. So get a cheap Zoom recorder. Zoom H4n, if you want to go fancier, go P4, which you don't really need to. Or a Tascam recorder. I have to say, uh, I was hanging out, I'm a nerd, I'm a nerd. So I was hanging out at B&H booth for five hours in total for the past couple of days. Just sit there, just messing with like the three console. I'm like, which one is my favorite and why is this so much, why I like this so much. Tascam apparently has a new podcast mixer I didn't know about. It's called Tascam Mixcast. I like it better than the other one because everything is clearly labeled. You can see the number, the mute and solo button is on top. and. It, this is very important if you have a podcast mixer. Anyone here has a podcast mixer? You have a podcast mixer, you have a podcast mixer, you have a podcast mixer. This is a very important, it's the length of the fader, right? So um, Zoom has a P8, has a length of a fader of this long, and everyone has this long. The reason being uh, is that the shorter your fader is, the even just minute movement of the fader, 
you are reducing the volume by a ton, by a lot. So instead of 3 dB, you have 6 dB. So that's why I like Rodecaster and Tascam a little better because they actually have the actual length of the fader. And you know, if two person are talking, I like to do like a mini mixing, like a mini automations. So I will move the, the, the fader, maybe two or three dB, and that's usually enough. And then the craziest thing is the, low, the, the bigger, the, the lower you go, the dB actually became, the increment be actually became bigger. So like the same length, at the bottom, it would be minus 10 dB rather than minus 3 dB. That's why, folks, read the manual, and you will know all of this. And software backup. This is also very important, you know, just in case your hardware fails as well, or your hardware is not failing, but your platform is failing. You know, GarageBand is free. Audacity is free. Just pull them up and start recording. However, my favorite one is OBS. OBS stands for Open Broadcast System. What OBS can do is OBS can actually capture your screen as well, as well as the computer system sound. So you can capture your guests, and you can capture yourself within OBS as well. And the coolest part is it can record multi-track. So you can set uh, your system sound at different tracks and your mic sound at different tracks. When, when you're done recording, you have two audio tracks, but video, you can only have one. But better than none, right? And also platform backup. This is also very important. Everything is important. I thought I say this a lot. Everything is important. Platform backup is good is, let's say if you're using Squadcast, sorry about the ace. If you're using Squadcast, if you're using uh, Riverside, what if Squadcast and Riverside fail? What if AWS go down? Then you need to go back to Zoom. You know, Zoom meeting. Zoom, is, Zoom doesn't sound good, but it's reliable. If everything goes down, you can count on the China, Chinese company, Zoom. Or a Skype, or a FaceTime. But when you're using FaceTime, unfortunately, you can't record locally. When using FaceTime, I would suggest use OBS with it. So you can capture the audio, and you can capture the video. All right, this is some additional checklist. It's good for everyone. It's not always, it's not just, always just about the microphone input volume. Uh, anyone here use Squadcast? You use Squadcast? You use Squadcast? Do you guys know that Squadcast actually recording at 85% of the 100% volume? What does it mean that, like, even, so let's say if you have 10 dB going into Squadcast, it's actually recording at 8.5 dB. Do you guys know that? That's why I read the manual, read the documentations. Like I said, always read the manual. Uh, so it's not just about the input volume. The reason being, if Squadcast is recording at 85%, and then you're like, this, and your guest is like, hey, you're way too soft, can you bring it up? Imagine you have everything set, and you're like, yeah, I'm gonna bring it up. You bring it up, and then you started distorting, you're like, why? The reason being, you're distorting hardware in the hardware side. So you're distorting one, either your microphone, two, or your preamp. You might be distorting your preamp without you knowing because you're, not you're part of the 25% that not wearing headphones, you know? So, yeah, so it's always about, it's not always just about the microphone input volume and always record softer. You know, you never know when you're gonna laugh. And then, you know, you'll, let's say if you have Bilber or, or any comedian come on and you just have to laugh, you know, you might distort as well. The good, the easiest way to do this, if anyone say, hey, you're a little bit soft, can you bring it up? You're like, 
uh, I think I'm fine, just bring up your output volume. Because when output volume goes up, they can hear you clearly, but it's not changing anything input, you know? So you're not distorting anything. And also, if you're recording remotely, close all your non-essential applications. Dropbox, Dropbox are the worst. I mean, everyone here use Chrome? Everyone use Chrome? Chrome is like cookie monster. They eat RAM and resources like nobody else. It's like, no, 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 no. I want all the, all, everything. So yeah, close all your non-essential application because you don't want your audio to glitch. When audio glitch, you're screwed, you know? And so there's two, there are two applications that I find really bad on Mac. One is the mail applications. I don't know why anyone still use mail applications because Gmail is great. Two, Dropbox. Because also, like, what happens if your Dropbox is actually uploading something? You're using the bandwidth and your internet is slow. It's like, man, goddamn the Comcast. It's always Comcast or Xfinity. I mean, I hate Comcast. I have Google Fiber, you know. I, I'm happy with Google Fiber. Also, keep an eye on the recording icons at all times. Anyone uh, notice the recording icon on the screen? Has anyone been seeing it since the slide started? Uh, ah, yeah, you passed the test, wherever that's in it. You passed the test because always keep an eye on uh, recording, you know, recording, um, recording icon. Uh, good news from Squadcast, apparently they're going to make it bigger. If you're using Squadcast, you're in luck. The reason being, I learned this the hard way. So we have, um, do you guys know uh, David Rubenstein? So he's the founder of Carlyle Group. We have him on. They have a great conversation about citizenship and, and, you know, and America and then, you know, and about how I'm not citizen. No, I'm just joking. That didn't come out at all. Uh, but yeah, they're talking about all this great topic. And then, you know, half an hour in, I'm like, I need to use the restroom. So I went to the restroom. I'm like, I'm going to get some water. I came out. Somehow it stopped recording. Like half an hour it stopped recording and I lost 10 minutes of the, of the audio, audio, you know, audio files. I'm like, crap, what's gonna, what happened? Luckily, I have backup, and I'm fine. So read your manual and backup. Create a backup system that you, you're comfortable with and stick with it and use it every time. And post-recording, what happened post-recording? Rename the files. Like Squadcast is great, you know, like they let you put the f a name or Riverside is great, they let you put the name. But when the recording is done, usually have like some weird timestamp. Also, one more thing. Uh, anyone here use editor for your podcast? Or you edit yourself? Use uh, editor? Use editor? Smart man. You use edit. Oh, Marion, of course you use editor. You smart man. Smart, smart people. I would always suggest if you have the budget, always hire an editor. Why? Because once you're done interviewing, once you're done recording, you're tired. You don't want to listen to your voice over and over again. Everyone hates their voice. Uh, unless you're Adele, you love your voice. Um, but yeah, yeah, but like, uh, you know, like everyone hates their voice. And also it's good to have like a second, you know, second set of year that might be able to arrange the story for you in a better way. So if you have a budget, always hire an editor. Also to have an editor, you better rename your files. They have no idea who are, what are they dealing with. I remember I used to work in a studio, like I said, you know, when I was like nobody uh, as an intern. I, when I used to mix for a rapper, the audio files that I get, I kid you not, 
audio one, audio two, audio three, audio four, and until audio 30. It's the worst thing ever. I mean, yeah, I can look at the, the waveform like, this kick drum, this snare, but is this vocal or is this sampling? Like, you know, like always rename your files. This is a fun one. This, I learned this very, very, very early on. Learns everyone's habit. This is good because I recall for James since 2016, when he first come on, you know, like I use, like a dumb, like a dumb as I am, I use, use 87. Great mic, I use it wrongly. And then as time goes by, I started using like SM7. Uh, you know, however, SM7 is not insensitive. And then I realized James has this uh, habit that no one else have. He's really excited. He go on there like, yeah, blah, blah, blah. Ten minutes in, he started slouching. He started slouching and then you're like, crap, now I can go in and fix the microphone because you don't want to stop the flow. So since then, I always set the microphone a little bit lower and then took it, tilt it 45 uh, degrees up and it's off axis. So 10 minutes in, if you slouch, I'm like, yeah, just slouch all you want. You can roll on the floor if you want. I, at least I got your sound. So learns everyone habit. And also, I don't know if you heard about this before, the returning gas is your best gas. So if you have Michael Dell come back on, make sure you know what, they, what he likes. Maybe he likes my Adele jokes. Maybe I can try another dad jokes with him. Or, you know, maybe if you're, do, if you're doing this in person, maybe someone like uh, seltzer water or bubble water better than regular water. It's not recommended, but if they like it, you know, you have to do it. So learn everyone's habit, be everyone's friends, and they will, they will rehire you back every time. Also, I recently just started doing this make a list of what you have learned and provide feedback for yourself. So like I'm using this website, it's called notepad.com, it's notepd.com. It's where I go out, go up there, I'm like, I recorded David Rubenstein, like what I learned from David Rubenstein, I list it down. And then if people want to learn, people want to read my list, they can learn from my mistakes, you know? Like maybe David liked this, maybe Dell liked this, or maybe someone else liked this. And also, I don't know if this will work. Uh, last but not least, Always experiment. Experimentation is very, very, very important. I'm gonna show you one cool thing that I'm experimenting right now. Anyone know what is this? If you are a gamer, a Steam Deck. Oh, do you guys have it too? No, oh, sucks for you guys. So this Steam Deck, <laughs> sorry, this Steam Deck, essentially it's like a Nintendo DS, but it's, uh, in, it's another version. And you know what I realized? I can rent Audacity on this guy. So this waveform right here is what, you know, you know how I spend five hours on B&H booth? We just start plugging things around and start see what works and what not. And I plug this in, sure enough, I plug this into a Tascam Mixcast and it started working. Imagine you have this and you, you go out, you don't have to bring your freaking 16 inch MacBook Pro. You don't even need to buy another MacBook Pro just to travel. That MacBook Pro is heavy. It's what, 13 pounds or 15 pounds? or something like that, it's heavy. This guy is so easy, and the touchpad, and kid you not, you can also connect a keyboard and mouse on it. So you can use it as like a full computer if you want to. So like I said, always, always experiment. It's a, this is called, this is called a Steam Deck. It's like a pretty much a gaming machine. It's like a Nintendo DS type of thing. Um, People are actually selling secondhand for 1500 
but it's actually only cost $500. Lockdown, supply chain, the scalper, the scalper. So this is notepad.com, and if all else fail, I love this. I love this. I'm going to see if you guys get it. No. Have you guys turned turn it off and on again? It's like a restart button. I even have the shirt, you know. I, I love this because I remember in 2000, it's right before the pandemic happened, uh, Neil deGrasse Tyson came onto the show, but we have to go to his office to record. I wore this, and then Neil deGrasse Tyson came and booked me. And I'm like, that's great. So I haven't been washing the, this shirt since. So I have, I have Neil on me. I'm like, yes. Do you know? That's, that's what he does. And okay, this, I want to talk a little bit about this. So I have this last time I talked, but I'm just going to show it to you, like what I'm looking for if in different format and what type of equipment that I will be using. So on interview and panel, I usually go with dynamic microphone. Like I said before, the U87 was a mystic, even though the, even though the, con, the microphone is really, really good. It's like four or $5,000. And if you're use, doing interview and panel, if you're doing remote recording, I would suggest using audio interface like Vocaster, the great Focus, uh, Focusrite, the sponsor, or the Tascam is great, or you know the SSL2 is great too. That's what I'm using right now. Narrative and storytelling. If this, this is uh, okay. I have to clarify this narrative, as in like narrative, like people talking, and then you have music going on. And I would suggest dynamic or condenser microphone. And I would suggest doing it on audio interface as well because you don't have to record more than one person. You always record yourself. Audio interface is probably the most reliable you know, device that you can use. This one is a little bit interesting. I think I, I, I'm starting experiment on this a little bit. On a scripted and audio drama, uh, right, I, I, back then I have condenser or dynamic microphone. And nowadays with Dolby Atmos, have you guys listened to the Spotify, the Batman podcast yet? Do you like it? That I have, it's the same to me. I listened to the one episode. I'm like, this sounds, I mean, it's great. It's great productions, but I'm like, this sounds weird. Mainly it's because every time when someone's talking, let's say, let's say um, Marion or, and uh, Jim's not here. It, let's say two person are talking to each other and you can hear them right by your ear. That's like not natural. Like if I'm telling a story, if I'm watching a movie, I can clearly tell they are like talking to each other. This is like they're talking to me using dynamic microphone. I'm like, you're like in my ear telling that you love me, but you actually don't love me. You're loving the other person. This is weird. So that's why I'm like, I'm experimenting with condenser microphone or shotgun microphone. I learned this from, um, do you guys know the show called Homecoming by Glimlet? It's one of the early storytelling show I assisted on the sessions. This is, this is a fun story that I want to share. So I work on the session to actually act out the whole scene physically. So we have De David Swimmer came on, he's wearing a headphones. We have a long um, uh, uh, headphones cable. It's actually moving through the, through the studio. There's a, session, uh, there's a scene on a bus, he's actually moving through the through the studios, and then they actually have someone with the shotgun microphone with the boom arm actually moving with him. And then on top of that, a condenser microphone in front just to grab the room sound and his voice just in case they want to try something out. And when doing you know, audio drama, since you usually always stay still or you have a long 
uh, cable, always go with the audio interface. I can't stress I can't stress this enough. I'm a fan of audio interface than a recorder. First, first off, it's easy to troubleshoot, and second, if you're recording in a DAW, you can see it right right there. So yeah, so this is this is a format that I come up with. You know, if anyone have different, you know, maybe you, you guys should experiment different things. This is just what works for me. And this is some way that you can contact me. My name is Jay. It's a weird email out there. That's my Twitter, Jay at Jay at 07. Instagram, that's my notepad.com. If you actually, you know, if you actually sign up for Notepad, give me a shout out or read everyone else's list. And uh, before I go to QA, you can you can prep. Before I go to QA, I always like to share this. I spend a lot of time on the exhibition hall. I just want to share like what I'm looking at right now. One thing I think everyone should look at is Dolby Atmos. Have, do you guys go to Dolby Atmos booth and stuff like that? Yeah. Look at Dolby Atmos. I think that would be the next immersive audio out there. And second, look at this. There's this. Look at Squadcast, definitely, if you're thinking about remote recording and stuff like that. Squadcast is great. Squadcast.fm, not squadcast.com. And also, there's this company that I just saw downstairs. It's called Yellow Tech. You'll like this. It's very interesting. It's a dynamic microphone. It has an SD card that built into it. So essentially, you can record on into the microphone using the SD card. That's what I'm looking at. And then, you know, if you, if you're looking, if you go to all these exhibitions, if you're looking at certain gear, I would suggest actually go to like maybe B&H or like, um, you know, other retailer because they can give you honest review on the gear rather than like, Focus right is the best, or I'm the best, you know. But yeah, those are the couple of things that I'm looking at right now. And I think you have a questions. Yes. Run, 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 run. Uh, hi. Not hi. My name is Matt. Uh, hi, Matt. I produce a, a podcast for a nonprofit where we interview uh, veterans and first responders to see what lessons we can learn from their service. Okay. And the question I have is. Uh, would you be an advocate for mobile kits? So say we're doing an um, a interview via Zoom. Uh, should we mail out a kit to a guest, particularly if they may not be the most tech savvy? Okay, these are interesting questions. It's a good questions. I depends. So do you think that we have time to set it up? Do you think you have time to, uh, you can give it, do you think they have time to do all that stuff? Uh, it, well, I don't know. It, depending on their ability, probably not. Generally, our, our veteran community is a little older and right. skews towards non-tech savvy. Yeah, so I would suggest not because, Jane, like, so I have this experience, not me, but like South by Southwest sent something over to James. James doesn't have time to do everything, and I'm not with James at time because during lockdown, and he, he ended up didn't send anything back. And then imagine you have a spend another day of your time to like help them set up, it's pretty bad. Like if they have an AirPods, then you know, like, and then you do it in post. Sometimes I did hear someone that say that, you know, like sometimes like some phone, a little bit of phone quality, like make it sound a little bit more real. I could be wrong, but like, like I said, experiment, experiment and experiment. Oh yeah, yeah, I'm sorry. Uh, you have to speak into the microphone. And this is, this is going to be the last like question. People this is at, be the last oh, question. Thank you. There are people at home. I was just going to say, what about that yellow tech mic you were talking about? Yeah, that the might yellow be a good tech mic. Yeah, the yellow. You can think about getting yellow tech mic and mail them out. Make sure they mail back to you though, because yellow tech mic is like four hundred dollars a piece. You don't want to like 
just standing out and not doing anything. Uh, do we have one more, one more, one more questions for? We, we can, we can rush it. We can rush it. Yeah, yeah, rush it. I will hang out here. So, hi, I'm Daphne. Uh, my hi. podcast is Growing Women, Growing Wealth, and I'm a Streamyard user. Okay. So I can go directly into my PC, which I've been usually been doing with USB. Do you suggest the insertion of a, of a mixer? I've got a Zoom Four, uh, the P4. It, it would be great if you can if you use it for uh, backup. Does the, you have the P4? You said right. So does the P4 has an SD card? Uh, yes, it does. Yeah, record on the SD card as well, just in case, because if anything goes wrong, okay. then you lose that. Uh, question: Stream does StreamYard record multi-track? Like when you get the audio track, it doesn't record multi-track. Sorry. Yeah. So StreamYard, if you upgrade, you can get multi-track. Always record in multi-track. Always okay. record in multi-track. You know. But you know, like, or you can get Squadcast. But I assume you'll do live recording. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Okay. And I think that's it. And make sure you stay for the next one as well. It's uh, I think it's audio quality on the go. That's a very important topic as well. Thank you so much, Let's everyone. Give it up for Thank Jay. you. Let's give it up for Jay.